Welcome to the Girl Do You First podcast. My name is Ashlyn and I am your host. I will be taking you along my personal journey of putting myself first in all aspects of my life. Through that, I will be teaching you all of my valuable tips and tricks so that you can start living a happy and fulfilled life with you in the driver's seat. If you have been feeling like you are living a life for everyone other than yourself, then you have come to the right podcast. My ultimate goal in this podcast is to help you unapologetically, confidently, and automatically start putting yourself first. I am so grateful that you have chosen to spend your time with me. If you are hearing these words right now, that means that you have been divinely guided to this episode. Take a moment to smile and be proud of yourself for just clicking play. You have already taken the first step to choosing you. Now, let's get into this episode. Hello, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to be here. This is like a dream come true for me. Three years ago, I was listening to a podcast you might have heard. It's um, Evolve with Emily show. And I was listening to her words of inspiration. And I was sitting there and something inside me just said, it. this could be you. You should definitely start a podcast. And that was three years ago, y'all. And I am just here now starting this podcast, inspired to help you with self-love, self-empowerment, finding yourself and really going on a journey to who are we and that it's totally okay to put ourselves first. Now, I just want to state really quick that I am in my bedroom. I have two puppies. I have a husky and I have a pug. And my pug is adorable, curled up next to me sleeping, but she does snore. So just a heads up, if you hear any snoring, it is from Minnie Mae. And (laughs) she is, otherwise, I can't, I can't, I cannot have her outside of this room, you guys. She is like by my side all the time. So now that we got that out of the way, I want to talk about how putting yourself first is your birthright. Whatever religion you're coming from, whatever background, whatever you believe in, you are allowed to believe and you should believe and there is absolutely no discrimination. And I'm just going to be sharing what I believe. And I believe that we are energies, souls that have come down here and we have chose to come down here and live out this amazing life and we have things to learn and really just generational things that we need to heal and just inspire and help create a better world. And so when we come into this life, we come into this life as this beautiful little infant, this little baby who is just everyone's eye prize, right? Like you're just like, oh my God, it's a little baby. Ah, We want to love it. We want to nurture it. And it gets so much attention. It gets so much love. It gets to grow, thrive, create, be inspired, play dolls or freaking um, Power Rangers, if that was your thing. But you get to be whoever you want to be without judgment, and you get to experience life from this beautiful, creative, imaginative way. But then when we get to, I don't know, um, preschool, grade school, whatever age, this automatic universal law that is in place, (laughs) which isn't actually there, gets shoved in our face that we are no longer allowed to be creative. We are no longer allowed to just focus on ourselves. And we magically need to fit into society, into this box as one person. And that's it for the rest of your life. Like 
this is how we talk. This is what we do. This is what we don't do. It's weird if you feel like you have more energy or less energy. We are going to just give you medication and call it ADHD. We're going to do all of these different things. And it comes to the point where even when you're like for school, even when you're writing a paper, you have to explain and follow up and get information from what other people have told you. You're not allowed to write a paper and not cite your work. You're not allowed to have your own ideas and not cite your work. You're not allowed to just be an individual. You have to, everything is about other people. Everything is for other people and you're just supposed to fit in. And so I don't know what age it is, but this magical law that who the hell came up with it just falls into your lap and you're just told, okay, it is societally not acceptable for me to put myself first because God forbid I decide that I need a me day or God forbid I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. I'm going to get called selfish. And that is very socially a negative word because when people are being called selfish, they're also being referred to, I, I at least what I've heard is like greedy, nasty, bitchy, um, just self-centered. They don't care about anyone else. They don't know how to love anyone else. They're just, all they care about is themselves. Well, okay, but here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing, you guys. We all need to care about ourselves first because nobody on this planet is going to care about us more at all. No one is going to know who we are aside from us. And it's no one else's responsibility to decide who we are. And that's such a crazy thing to think about when you think about, okay, you grew up being told to put in a box, be disciplined a certain way, go to school, do X, Y, and Z. And then you go into college and you're like, okay, I'm supposed to just know who I am. But college is also going to say, you need to be busy doing this. You need to be doing this, 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 this. Um, hi, where is there time for me to find out who the hell I am? Well, there, where is the creativity? Why am I not allowed to still be creative and have like imaginary things in my mind and thinking that there's a better world and why am I not allowed to ask questions and why, why do I believe what the hell I'm believing? Like, why do you believe this? Um, I just recently personally started back in college and it has opened my eyes into conditioning and what we're being conditioned even as we're older in college. And it is so fascinating to me that we just condition ourselves to literally be filled with busy work to be a rat race. This rat race starts in school. This rat race starts in school and it's basically teaching us that we need to work hard for other people, put ourselves on the fucking back burner and that is success because when you get on the real world, right? All these college of professors are saying, when you get out in the real world, you're not gonna have time for X, Y, and Z. You need to be 100% an A plus student. You need to do this. You're gonna be working here. You're gonna be doing this and deeming our lives, right? And they're just basically what their beliefs are being put on to us. And where did they get their beliefs? It was from their people and people before them and the people before them. And it's so crazy how societally we're not allowed to question these beliefs. We're not allowed to question what the fuck is going on. And what I started doing is what is the fuck is going on? Why are we being called selfish? Why are we not allowed to take a step back? And why do we feel naturally so much anxiety when someone says, hey, you should maybe sit down for 10 minutes and just chill, read a book, uh, do some yoga, 
right? When I first thought of taking 10 minutes out of my morning to do yoga or meditation, I was like, are you kidding me? When, what, for like, what time? Like with what time, right? Um, I, that is one of the biggest things I've ever heard, especially from my previous clients is I don't, I don't have time for 10 minutes. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. Well, think about like our life is filled with this valuable time and we live in this crazy, unique, beautiful world what the hell are you doing with all your time? We have been conditioned to literally bypass us and focus on everyone else and be in this like rat race, this focus rat race where all of our personal time is leaving us. There's what, what who, who are you, right? So we don't have the time for ourselves. We don't make time for ourselves and it gives us anxiety because that would be putting us outside of our comfort zone that we've been conditioned to and being with everyone else. And I specifically titled this girl this podcast Girl Do You First because I'm going to be talking definitely from a girl's perspective, but I feel like this podcast will be able to resonate with 100% anybody. But specifically with women, when I say it's our birthright, this also contradicts what we also grew up watching on TV, our grandparents, um, our grandmas, and what was pretty much supposed to be for women is that the women take care of the house, the children, and their husband. And that was also deemed not anything, right? It's, oh, she just stays at home with her kids. What is she really doing? Um, for those of you that don't have children, like myself, uh, spend time with somebody who has a kid and then and then try to say that it's not work. It's so crazy that even back then, these women were doing so many things, taking care of so many other people, and they were still shamed for wanting just some peace and quiet for themselves. It's still so baffling to me that on every single Mother's Day, I'm like, where like the spa should be filled up you should be going on vacation mother's day should be a day where she is freaking by herself because she earned it you know she deserves it she deserves to find herself in her motherhood um and it's just so looked upon as oh wow if a mom is taking time by herself are you kidding me that's neglecting your child blah 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 everyone has all of these crazy beliefs about taking time for yourself and it being so effing negative but you were literally born to be the this beautiful, creative masterpiece. Like you were born to be unique and you were here on purpose. I don't remember how many 400 million, trillion, billion, whatever the number is, that statistically the one in that is you being created in this world, you being born. You are so unique and you are so special and you are brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And I wish I could just go up to you right now. And you're probably like, no, she's just saying this and just like grab your face and look at you and say, there is a beautiful soul inside you. You are gorgeous. You are allowed to be you. And no one ever is allowed to tell you who you should be, what you should do, what you should love and how you should love it and how you should be. Everyone else can fuck off and you deserve to find out who the hell you are. We all do. And I really wish that in schools, this was being taught, but it really is the opposite. So if you feel super anxious when you think about taking time for yourself, anxious to disturb your perfect kind of like, um, I, I don't mean to call it a rat race, but I call it a rat race. Um, 
uh, oh, the word, <laughs> um, routine. So if you are nervous getting out of your routine, right? You're like, oh, but I take the kids here. I do this. Then my husband or even just by yourself, well, I do this and this and this. And by this time, if you start getting all these ideas, right? These anxious ideas, like, well, how would that work? And, and I don't have time for myself. And then what would this person think? And what would that person think? And it just, you're basically your ego self, which is a part of the brain, which is your fight or flight. It's just trying to keep you safe and going outside of our comfort zone. It will freak out. So um, we can talk about that completely on another podcast. But basically, it's totally normal to have these anxiety thoughts. But think about, okay, I'm feeling so anxious, giving myself just that small amount of time a day, right? Just time to think about what the hell I'm thinking about, digesting all of what I've experienced that day. What do I want my life to look like in two years from now and five years from now? Who am I? Do I really like myself? What am I actually doing? Am I, do I feel aligned? Do I feel happy? I, am I excited to wake up every single day? Am I enjoying this life? Start thinking about that and start thinking about how if you have any anxiety at all right now with taking any time for yourself, that is the biggest eye opener and hopefully a huge like smack on your noggin and say, wake up, hello. Hi, we were born to enjoy this life. We were born to just experience everything it has in it. it. And you were born to live the life that you were born to live, not living through other people. And when we don't take time to find out who we are, we also societally conditioned, we become conformed to people-pleasing and living through other people's dreams. We are like, oh, should I actually do this? What do you think about this job for me? What do you think about me moving here? What do you think about me going to college? What do you think about this? Because you're living for somebody else. You are literally living under somebody else, whether it be your parents, your friends, your spouse, whoever, you are not looking inwards and saying, who am I? What would light me up? What would make me excited? And you're also... I, I say you, but this is because of this is my personal experience. You might be looking at it like, I don't want to interrupt anybody else's life. And we just get so caught up in all of the what ifs about just giving ourselves some goddamn time and love that we are like, I would rather just suffocate myself and ignore and neglect myself than actually go out and maybe shake some feathers in my life and of other people's lives and just figure out who I am. And the biggest thing I hear is I don't want to lose my loved ones. I don't want to lose my friends, my spouse. I don't want to upset my parents. I don't want to upset X, Y, Z, my dog, who the hell ever. I don't want to accept all these people. But think about it. One of the most natural things as a human being that we desire is love. Okay, we desire true, unconditional, that fairy tale that I would die and go to the edge of the freaking world and fight dragons for you, love, right? That is what we all, we all do. How the hell do you think that you will receive that epic of a love if you don't even know who the hell you are? So think about that. If you don't know who the hell you are, what are you putting out? Who are you actually being? If you haven't even thought, like, well, what is like, my purpose? What, who am I? Like, what do I like? Like, I don't even spend enough time for myself for even me to define who I am. Cause if you think about it, when you're in an interview, right, I'm going like 
over here. When you're in, this is how my brain works. When you're in an interview and they're like, what are your best qualities? Like, how would you explain yourself? What would you do? And you're like, oh yeah, um, I'm outgoing and um, I like walking on beaches. I love the gym and X, Y, and Z, right? That's just some effing story. But when you actually sit back, you're like, what the hell do you like? Why do you like those things? Is that coming from your you or is it coming from other people? Like, are you just trying to impress people? Like, what do you actually like? And what do you actually love about yourself? Because here's the thing, you are going to attract what you put out there. And so if you want to find this epic love, which I'm just using this as an example, some people want to stay single forever and hell yeah, down for that too, girl. But if you are somebody who is driven by love and just wants acceptance and wants just, even if it's not romantic love, you want that best friend, you want this person for like the ride or die, like you can just trust and you can just love unconditionally, you can't go find that. That will not be attracted to you if you don't even know who you are. How can you, your true soul being, be loved when you don't even know who that is, what that is? People will only love this outside story and you'll always feel a little bit like something is missing, like you are not fully understood, like you're never good enough, that you always have to keep up whatever story charade it is. And even if you're not consciously thinking that, trust me, your subconscious is thinking that. Your subconscious is the part of your brain where we're not really thinking we have like millions and trillions of ideas and thoughts that happen subconsciously. Um, thank God, because can you imagine like every 55 seconds you have like million thoughts and you just would die, right? Your brain would just be like, okay, I'm out. I'm tapping out. Um, so anyways, but your subconscious is thinking that too. And we as human beings, we have energy. We are energy and we attract things and what we put out. So if you are striving for love, you have to find that within and you have to start stop you have to stop neglecting yourself and stop letting society tell you that you are in a bad place and you're a bad person and you're x y and z for just wanting to figure out who the fuck you are and the only way you're going to figure that out is by stopping and interrupting this rat race cycle in your life and going where can i find time to be alone where can i find time not to go to the gym not to go to the spa, but to literally sit here with my thoughts. Where can I go to actually start discovering who I am? Maybe time to take journaling, starting to actually listen to the voices in your head. I'm going to do a whole nother episode on just that because that can be scary. Um, and I have tips to help you with that and going through that. But this episode, I just want to really like deep dive into it is your fucking birthright, okay? It is your gosh darn birthright to love yourself. And so anybody in your life right now who you, again, don't want to lose or don't want to disappoint, you, it shouldn't matter. It should matter because you love them so much, but you want those people to love who you truly are, right? You don't want fake love. You don't want conditioned love. They'll only love me if I'm this way. What kind of life is that? Think about that, girl. Like, what kind of life is that? That you have to be somebody else or putting on a mask or putting on a face just to receive love. That is exhausting. And that is a form of emotional neglect to yourself, which is emotional abuse to yourself. The more that you neglect yourself and neglect giving yourself time to figure out who you are, the, the further down the hole of this not feeling enough, not ever being good enough, is it's just going to make you smaller. In this world, we were not 
born to be small. We were born to shine. We were born to be these amazing creators and inspire other people's lives and enjoy the little things. And who knows, maybe even travel or whatever your dreams are. Like everything is limitless, but you won't believe that that's even remotely possible. If you don't start loving yourself first, if you don't start understanding who you are and showing yourself respect, showing yourself time and actually getting down to what the hell is going on in my life and who am I and where, where, what's going on? Who am I living for? So right now, if you are saying, okay, great, you're telling me this, you're saying this, but what the hell am I supposed to do, Ashlyn? I literally feel anxious as fuck and I don't feel good enough and I don't know who the fuck I am and X, Y, and Z, what I'm just feeling overwhelmed right now. Like, that's great that you say that and cool for you, but what the hell? What am I supposed to do? So what I recommend, especially this week, is just start being an observer observer of your life. So look at your life. Sorry if you hear anything. There's a fly in the bedroom and Riley is trying to bite it, my husky. Um, so look at yourself as an observer. And so you want to look at yourself as if you're watching a movie of your life for the next couple of days. So wake up and just kind of see and notice what am I doing right now? How am I feeling? Where am I going? What am I spending my time with? Blank, blank, blank. And just start, even if you mean to make only mental notes or actually keep a journal with you or maybe text it to yourself on your phone or in your notes, See where you're actually spending your time, what you're doing, and what are your energy levels? How are you feeling? Are you happy? Are you feeling exhausted? And just start literally watching your life as if it was a movie. Still be yourself and, you know, have fun and act normal. You don't want to, like, (laughs) screw yourself out of, like, being true to yourself. This is just an observer moment. And I want you to observe yourself for the next week and kind of see, like, where is your energy going? And where is it going to you? And is there any going to you? And if there isn't, where can you start to delegate certain things or move around certain things to make a time for you? And when I say time for you, I want you to start with five to 10 minutes, okay? Five to 10 minutes out of your day that you put aside that you are gonna do something for you. It might be a bath, that's a really quick bath. It might be yoga, it might be meditation. It might be watching TV. Uh, I wouldn't actually, no, I wouldn't say watch TV. I would say maybe listen to some music or um, just laying down or reading a book that lights you up, but doing something that is inspiring your true desire. Whatever you desire innately, it'll come to you. And so that's what I want you to do is where can I find five to 10 minutes? And if you are a mom or you live with other people and you're like, well, I have to take the kids here and I have to do the dishes and then I have to make dinner and I can't really delegate all these things. I want to bring up a point that also from a female stance and a societal stance of what we as females have been conditioned to is to take on everything. Remember how I talked about earlier in this podcast about how women were, you know, supposed to take care of the house and X, Y, and Z. And your partner might not even have told you that you have to do all these things, but you take it on because you want to be that amazing person and you want to do everything, right? You feel good when you are giving love, right? You, you're like, I got this. I'll do everything. And it almost becomes this routine where you have so much on your plate 
you're looking around you're like oh my god but i feel like superwoman but i wish you know i really would did wish my boyfriend maybe did some dishes or i really wish blah blah blah. like that might be going on in your head i'm not trying to assume that or girlfriend or whoever but start delegating say hey honey would you mind really quick um i'm gonna do a load of laundry or would you mind changing over the laundry while i do the dishes because i am just gonna just chill out in the room for 10 minutes like actually asking like, hey, will you actually do this for me and help me? They will. They they should. The relationship is a partnership. And if you are looking at your partner or thinking about your partner right now and being like, oh my God, they don't, they don't offer us something wrong. No, no, no. Think about it. Think about it. Like don't get mad at your partner right now for what I'm saying. If your partner has not been doing anything automatically and you've been doing everything, it's because we were conditioned to do everything and we just kind of let that slide, right? We were putting ourselves first and managing our time so that we would have time for ourselves. So we were like, oh, this is just how it's supposed to be. And your partner, whether it be male, female, whoever, your roommate or whatever, if you already take on that role of I'm going to do X, Y, and Z all the time, do you think they're going to be like, oh, no, oh shoot maybe I should get off the couch and maybe I should go do the dishes and oh my gosh no and you're like oh I got this and you're just hammering it out and just you have your set ways and maybe you're a little OCD about things and you know like you know no they're not going to be so elated to come help you with like little minuscule stuff and that's why delegating and, and asking for help is totally okay and you don't have to say and demand them. I can't believe you don't do anything. Could you at least do this? That'll start a fight in a relationship. But there's ways to say, hey, honey, um, I appreciate you so much. I have had such an amazing day and I hope you had an amazing day. These are the things that need to get done for our kids or for X, Y, and Z. Will you help me out with one of these? Awesome. Cool. Right? Like it's just saying that out there. And it might feel a little weird in the beginning to say, hey, I want your help or hey, I need you to actually do something that is house related because we, a lot of us women, and this might not even relate to you, but a lot of us women just fall into that trap of automatically taking on things, just automatically like I can do it and it doesn't get done right. And that's also part of perfectionism as well, not letting go, not letting somebody else maybe load the dishwasher the wrong way or put on the wrong, put on the wrong, uh, the sheets the wrong way. Like be okay and just let go and just know that it's okay for the dishwasher to get loaded wrong as long as you are taking time for yourself because that anxiety about the dishwasher means way more underneath to figure out about yourself than it actually does the fucking dishwasher. So just ignore that and and just do you, right? So delegating. So where can you find time to find five to 10 minutes a day alone, right? Hey, honey, watch the kids. Don't let them come into this room, whatever you do, life or death. Don't let them come in this room and find your alone time. And I say five to 10 because you want to slowly work this in. What's going to happen when you first decide that you're going to take some time for yourself and put yourself first? First of all, your brain's going to be like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? What are we doing? This is a waste of time. You're, you have so much on your to-do list. Oh my God, you have this report due tomorrow or your boss, or you can do this. Or what about the kids or like your mind will just start running rampant. And if it does, all I want you to do is just observe it and breathe through it. And if you have a notepad or a journal, take notes, like just observe yourself and just allow yourself to be uncomfortable and keep 
saying this affirmation, I am comfortable being uncomfortable and I deserve to love myself. It is safe for me to love myself and just keep repeating that over and over and over. And also just notice how difficult it is for you to just be by yourself for five to 10 minutes. It's so surreal. This, we really should, I truly hard believe we need to be taught this when we were young, Um, but I don't know why the hell we weren't. I don't understand, but finding yourself is really taking time to yourself, for yourself. And with this step, Just Observer, I would love to hear what you what your aha moments are, like what you actually come up with. And you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that maybe while I'm on the bathroom, I end up scrolling on Instagram for three hours because <laughs> it happens, right? Or TikTok or whatever. And don't be shamed at yourself and don't say, oh my God, now I have to add this, this, and this, right? Um, into my life. Just, just notice, just be an observer of your life for the next week and see where you can find time for you and then actually take that freaking time for you. And there is no right or wrong or good or bad way of doing this. Be an observer, whatever that means to you. Take notes when it feels right, but be conscious that you are trying to observe your life. Don't let yourself get too busy where you forget about it, but don't think that you have to be a perfectionist about me saying be an observer of your life and be a judger of your life. I just want you to observe and then I really would love for you to write things down. For me at least it helps with journaling things out and saying what are what am I feeling right now? Am I freaked out? And maybe writing it out on paper and then you can look at those beliefs and you can look at like I'm so terrified of taking five minutes on my day because I think that my son is going to think that I don't love him. And then you'll read that back to yourself later. You're like, whoa, what kind of crazy belief is that? Like, of course, my son's going to know that I'm like just in the other room. Like our brain has so many different thoughts and it's going to throw so many different ideas at you to feel uncomfortable because it doesn't want to go into this uncomfortable state, which uncomfortableness is just taking some time for you and start putting yourself as a priority at all in your life, even if it's only five minutes a day. My pug is 100% snoring now. So if there's any um, little little old man noises, it's actually coming from my female pug. So sorry about that. But anyways, <laughs> I am here to tell you that you literally deserve to put yourself first. It is your fucking birthright. And if you have to write that down somewhere saying that this is my birthright, your birthright is to be able to be your true authentic self and find your true authentic self and love your true authentic self. Okay. And we are going to take baby steps to get there because trust me, my past, I was not into self-love, self-care, self-time. I felt like it was a waste of time. I felt like it was shameful, selfish, all of the things that are going on in your head. So I will be taking you along through my journey. I did create a specific Instagram handle for this page. It is girl do you first on Instagram. And there I'm going to be posting positive and just reinforcing quotes that will trigger you whenever you are scrolling through Instagram, a positive reminder to put yourself first. So follow me there for quotes. My regular Instagram is at countryfit where I am actually taking you every single day, my aha moments in my life and going through my personal journey, getting into manifestation and my life is kind of crazy right now. So just changing into basically creating my dream life. And the fact that I am even talking to you on a podcast, it makes me want to cry. And so if, if I can show you going through all of this, it, it works 
I am just, if even if I can only help one person with this podcast, that is my goal. And trust me when I say I am here to help, I am here for you and never, ever, 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 ever feel terrified or that you shouldn't or that you're bothered me to reach out personally. I am here to help in any way that I can. And I am so excited to just keep delivering you more and more information and more inspiration. And if, of course, if you have any requests on any topics that you want me to go over, you can let me know that in the review or through Instagram. So until next time, I hope you have a fan freaking tastic day and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Check out the show notes to discover more information on what you just heard. For daily inspiration and to connect on a deeper level, follow me on Instagram at countryfit. Each episode is a gift specially created to inspire your life and the lives around you. To return positive energy, please leave a review, like, and follow this podcast. This ensures that you'll receive future episodes from me and even better, your actions allow this podcast to reach and help other women just like you. I genuinely look forward to reading all the breakthroughs that you experienced from today's gift. Make sure to tag me when you share this episode so I can personally thank you. Have a fan freaking tastic day and don't forget, you deserve to love and put yourself first.